I told you, we're going to talk a little fitness. We're going to talk a little wellness. I like to say wellness because, you know, we're not trying to scare you off here. Sandy with North Mankato's Department of Culture and Rec back in studio. How are you? Good, and you? i got to turn your mic on. Oh, I'm good. Oh, well, there you go. <laughs> I, see, I'm still trying to get the, uh, the, the board down here in the studio. Yeah. Make sure that I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while, I press the wrong button. Imagine that. But good to see you. Yes, you as well. Now, um, we're talking a little bit about, we're in a new week. It's a Monday. Yes. So if people are doing the North Mankato Weight Loss or Wellness Challenge, however you want to call it, um, we're focusing on something else this week. But I want to go back to last week, too, because uh, we talked a little bit about being organized and decluttering. Yes. And how that helps declutter our brains. Yes. So decluttering every aspect of your life is what we kind of focused on last week. And and when you're thinking about your body, a little bit more of a detox, clearing out the extra junk in your body that it doesn't need. Same way as you clean your car, clean your purse. I got an idea from somebody in the group cleaning the inbox on your computer. Oh my gosh, that's I'm the cra- worst. I'm a little crazy. I keep mine under wraps all the time, but I can imagine if it got to a certain number, I'd, I'd be a little, un- I'd feel very unorganized. And <laughs> I have thousands, but I get so many emails yep. and I'm trying to figure out as they come in how to organize them and, yep. and then I get stuck doing something else and then squirrel. Yeah. Right. So, yep. So decluttering your space then helps. You know, I, I think if you start a day getting into a dirty car, or a cluttered car, mm-hmm. you've already just cl- cluttered up your day by, by the first thing you see is this dirty car that you're getting into every day. I also feel like sometimes you see it so much it becomes normal and you don't recognize it. Somebody yep. else gets in and you're like, ooh, wait a second. Yep. When I do drop off and pick up with my kids and my husband doesn't, so when we take his car somewhere, I'm like, wow, it is so clean and so nice in here. And I get in my car and you've got Cheerios and goldfish and fruit snacks on the floor. And to it's be like, fair, <laughs> to be fair, if you're the one with the kids in the car most of the time, yep. then it's not my ha- junk. That happens. It's theirs. <laughs> right. Go clean that up. Yeah. So we talked about decluttering your your body with a detox, maybe decluttering your space by clearing a few things out. Maybe it was cleaning that kitchen drawer, that closet that nobody's allowed to open. Mm -hmm. You know, as little as your purse, your email inbox, there's so many little things that you can do. And I just think walking into a clean open space or being in a clean environment helps clear your mind a little bit faster. You can't easily get distracted by that thing across the room that you should have done weeks ago. You're able to maybe refocus your brain and refocus your energy on things that are going to be a little bit more valuable and productive if the environment around you isn't causing you stress. Right. And I think that sometimes you just you, you have to be aware of your environment. Don't let it become right. a normal thing. Right. And it'll be a little bit easier for you. But it also speaks to the mental health aspect of what it is that we're doing when we say wellness. Yes. It really incorporates mm-hmm. everything. Um, we are about 60 days into the new year. Yes. How long does it take to create a habit? Usually, I'd say the average person can be anywhere from 45 to 60. I'd say probably closer to 60 days, but anywhere from 45 to 60 days, you've got those early adopters who can change a habit and change a lifestyle pattern. And if they're really diligent and stick to it, that change becomes a habit within 45 days. Um, I would say you have the average population, which is a little bit closer to 60, Mm -hmm. and then 66 and on is maybe a little bit of those people who take a little bit longer to make those adjustments. Maybe they're not, they don't have the time or the ability in their data to commit as diligently to a new habit, and they have to start maybe a little bit smaller. Um, It may take a little bit longer to make some of those habits for real. So if you started on January 1st. You did uh, that New Year's resolution. Right, right? and you have still stuck with it. 
a lot of the things that you change should be starting to feel like a little bit more of a habit. If you changed your grocery store shopping, if you changed, you know, your meal planning, your meal prep, your setup, some of that stuff might be like, okay, every Thursday, Friday, we're putting together the grocery list for shopping this week or this weekend and for the food that we're going to be eating next week, the meals we're going to be planning to avoid going out to eat and being sucked into a restaurant or being tempted by that fast food because you know that you have a plan when you get home and the food and everything you need to do it is already there. Mm -hmm. So like little habits like that, maybe it is, I'm going to go to the gym once or twice a week. If you've been going to the gym once or twice a week for the last 60 days, it shouldn't be something that's requiring you a lot of mental energy to talk yourself into. Mm -hmm. It should be something that's just there. Oh, I have to go do this. But it's not a burden to your brain to have to go do this. So that's when you can start to tell when that habit or that pattern is becoming a habit and more and less work that you have to focus your energy on. Right. And I was talking to a psychologist too that was talk we were talking about reframing. Yeah. And she was telling me that it's how you look at things, not I have to go work out, but I get to go work out. Right. I'm able to go work out. Yeah. I'm able to take a walk. I'm able to. Right. Yeah. You figured out how to make time in your day for that thing. Right. And instead of it being a, what do I have to rearrange? What do I have to give up? What do, who, so who I can I? do that thing. So I can do that thing. It's, I figured out how to make this a part of my life and it's not work to reschedule it or to build it in. Right. And so, you know, this ties back to other weeks of the challenge where we talked about, um, like ma- like making the time for these things and and creating a mental um self self check in day self care yeah. self help committing to that ten minutes every day whether it's whatever it is for you when that becomes a habit you've now built self care into your day without even maybe trying to what do you have to say about like whether this is something that's linear or not you don't we don't always just and I'm I'm guilty of this to start something started the North Mankato weight loss challenge, wellness challenge. There have been days where my schedule has gotten so crazy and you fall off the wagon per se. Uh, It's not just a a start and go. Sometimes there's a stop. Right. Yep. And that just happens. And there is some fancy sciencey methods and patterns and names for all of this stuff, but it's, it's kind of the different phases of change that you're going through. And that, that is a circle. And, and as you work your way through the circle, if for some reason you, you hit up a, a phase of the circle that you can't complete, you work your way back to the beginning. So there's like the pre-contemplation stage, the contemplation stage, the action stages. Uh-huh. And if you make your way all the way around the circle, you hang out in your maintenance phase. And that's kind of where you've made everything a habit. You're not looking to make any changes at that point because you've implemented the changes you've already made. You fall off anywhere before maintenance or maintenance doesn't last for whatever reasons in your life, um, you can always go back to those phases. You may not be able to pick up where you left off. You may have to take a few steps back. (laughs) Hopefully not all the way back to where you started, but a few steps back. And the nice thing is the longer you're in a pattern or in a habit for something, the less your body is impacted by straying from it. You know, so if you eat super healthy, let's go 12 of 14 days, on average, those two maybe less healthy days are going to have a slightly less negative impact on your body because it's not a norm. It's not something your body's getting used to. It's just kind of a quick, oh, yeah, I a had this bad day, but it was really easy for me to jump right back in where the longer you stray away from something or the more number of, let's say, those 14 days that you're straying away from your patterns, the easier it is to fall back into old habits. Right. So if even if you're walking or if your goal is to get to the gym or whatever, things will hurt less. <laughs> The more often you go, I mean, that's really hard to, once you get back into something, I know uh, uh, 
Hallie and I were at uh, one of the classes, and we were like, okay, my legs hurt now. It was leg day. Right. And But the more you do that... Yep. The less it hurts. Yep. And and as long as you're listening to your body and recognizing that the pain is a an improvement pain and not a, <laughs> a pain pain, um, yeah. you'll you'll start to work through some of that and get past that. But a lot of people will find themselves in a, oh, well, that hurts, so I'm not doing it again. Mm-hmm. Well, it takes time for your body to adjust. But if it's something you're really passionate about continuing to put that dedication and that effort in, it will get easier. Now, if it's not a, a pain, a bad pain, if it's just a I worked out pain, Explain to me what's going on in the muscles with that. Is that like some lactic acid? Yes, it is the release of lactic acid. So what a lot of people don't know when you exercise is when you're doing especially strength training, you're actually creating small, tiny tears in your muscles. And then I think, why would I want to do that? So it's not (laughs) like I tore my muscle from a bone or I tore my muscle or a tendon or a ligament. It's the actual muscle fibers within that muscle slowly, and I'm doing these gestures that you can't see, slowly (laughs) start to separate from each other as you're challenging them. Okay. And um, if you almost think about it as scar tissue, but not scar tissue, as the muscles reattached, so as they're tearing, they're releasing that lactic acid that you're talking about, which is that burn that you're feeling. Yeah. Um, As they reattach, they reattach stronger. So that's what makes your muscles stronger. You actually have to have some of that lactic acid release, some of that, you know, muscle fiber tearing, small little itty bits of muscle fiber, not a full muscle tear. Right. But as it reconnects, that's where it's getting stronger. So the better nutrition you have, the, you know, the better you're feeding your muscles, feeling your muscles, the more hydrated you are, that's what's going to determine how much quicker and how much better those muscles reattach and you're feeling less of that pain. So if there is there something we can do to help that if we've done a really hard hike or we've done something at the gym that we're not used to and it's brand new, we've done a new class or we've done something that oh, that hurts. Right. Stretching is actually going to be the best thing. So when and so getting into stretching a little bit, dynamic stretching is stretching where you're moving, you're not holding a stretch. Mm-hmm. Those are the stretches you want to do at the beginning because if you've got a really tight, really cold muscle and you hold a stretch, you're more likely to injure it. Whereas if you're oh. just kind of moving it through a range of motion to warm it up, it's going to get a little bit more flexible and more able to move. At the end of a stretch, that's when you want to do those holding stretches. And what you're doing is allowing blood and your, I guess the inner workings of your body to spread that lactic acid out as okay. opposed to it being linked into just that spot. I, I compare it to, I guess, if you've gotten a flu shot. Or maybe even a COVID oh, shot, sure, and you yeah, and you, it arm. it hurts in that one spot for maybe a day or two after. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you've ever noticed, they usually rub your arm when they're done. What they're trying to do is work that medicine, that puncture in your muscle, out to produce to reduce the amount of pain. Whereas if you don't touch it at all, a the medicine sits in there longer, and b that damage to the muscle that lactic acid sits there. So stretching is similar to like, that's why foam rolling is such a good post-workout because you're literally rolling all of of the product of your exercise out and spreading it out throughout the muscle as opposed to it targeting maybe that one specific spot that you... Interesting. Yeah. So crazy. Science. uh, What else are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk a little bit about... um like excuses. I want to talk about excuses. Right. So we talked like, about what happened if you've stayed on your 60-day plan. Now we're going to talk about ah, what, what to do if you haven't. Perfect. Yeah. We'll be right back and we'll talk a little bit more with Sandy from North Mankato's Department of Culture and Rec. It's fitness. That's what we're doing today. Lisa Kay on your midday here on KTOE. Welcome back to Talk of the Town. Here's Lisa Kay on KTOE. Yeah, back on Talk of the Town and Sandy from North Mankato's Department of Culture and Rec in. We're talking a little wellness today. And uh, we, okay, now we're going to talk about uh, what I did last week after I, I'm like, that hurt. I worked out. 
then I didn't. <laughs> we were talking about how to get over your excuses. Yes. Yep. So. so there are some of us who have started those New Year's resolutions in January and are well on our way to great habit making and habit forming and, and finding time in our lives and building it in for those wellness goals we set in January. And there may be some of us who uh, hit the mid-February, early February hump where they have not continued to do stuff like that or have started to find excuses, look for reasons. I'm week by week. It depends on what's going on, what's on my calendar, and like how much sleep did I get? Did yeah. I get enough sleep? And yeah. Sometimes... I like to say some of that's not under my control, but it pretty much is. It's, yeah. That's an excuse, isn't it? Yep. A little <laughs> bit. Yeah. And and so, you know, thinking about maybe you you are planning your workout to be after 5 p.m. every single day. Well, if you're getting to 5 p.m. every single day and you don't have the energy, you didn't bring your gym bag with you to work that day, you don't have your shoes with you, or, you know, you have this to-do list that you don't have done, that's going to be one of those. For, if you create that habit of pushing your workout out and not making it that top priority in your life mm-hmm. or top priority for that time frame of the day, it's going to get to a point where you're just not going to do it anymore. And so it doesn't become a habit until you make that a priority to get done during that time. And sometimes it is. I didn't sleep good the night before, so if I skip my workout, it's no big deal. In some situations, your body needs the sleep. Your body needs the self-care. Take the day off. But if you're using this constant excuse over and over and again not to do it, then you've got to start setting yourself up at home or in your day. Maybe you don't plan your workout for the end of the day, knowing you're never going to do it by the time you get to that point right. of the and day every day. So it's a way to set us up for success. Right. So if we know we want to, you know, our time is right after we get off of work at 5 p.m. or whatever. Yes. Then we, there are things we can do. Yes. Yep. So let's say it's um, making sure you have everything you need. Did you bring a water bottle that day? If you need a pre-workout or an energy drink or something, have you allocated your caffeine or energy intake (laughs) or usage throughout the day to make sure that you have some left to do that workout or have you prepared yourself like I was telling her off air my husband brings his pre-workout with him in the car he's got about a 35 40 minute commute every day he mixes it right before he leaves work so by the time he gets home it has kicked in and he is ready to go and it is the first thing he's going to do when he gets home Mm -hmm. because he's drank his pre-workout now he has to (laughs) Right. So, I mean, he sets himself up that way to be like, I'm not going to let this 40 minute drive home talk me out of getting my workout in today. Um, And we talked about just lacing up your shoes at minimum. You really don't want to get that workout in. Put on the shoes, walk around the block, walk around the house. You're most likely not going to stop after one block. Right. It's true. Yeah. So if you can get the shoes on and get yourself out the door, that's the first step. Right. Mm -hmm. Bring your shoes with you. Make sure you have the equipment you need. Um, I think my mom is like, we were talking about this too. Yeah. She's like, oh, I just stopped walking to work every day because my shoes hurt my feet. And it's like, okay, well. <laughs> can we get new shoes? Go like get some they, new shoes. <laughs> that's not a financial barrier for you. Can you get some, can, right. can you take care of that? Yep. And, and if, you know, maybe you need orthotics in your shoes or whatever it would be, make that appointment, make that step in the right direction to set yourself up. Do you have what you need to work out? Do you have the equipment you need at home? Do you have a plan? Mm-hmm. That you've set yourself up for. So when you hit that point of the day, there's less excuses for you to come up with to not get your workout in, to not eat healthy, to not cook your own supper, to not find that 10 minutes of self-care, whatever that's going to be. Lisa K in the midday on KTOE. 11.42 here on KTOE. Thanks for hanging out. Uh, Sandy from North Mankato Department of Culture and Rec in charge of the North Mankato Fitness Challenge, the Wellness Challenge, Weight Loss Challenge, all of that. 
Yes. We're learning all about, uh, we usually do a Fitness Friday over on Minnesota 100, but I'm glad to have you here over on KTOE to kind of share some of the knowledge that we're uh, sharing with people over there as well. Every week with that particular challenge, we change partners as far, and you've done a really good job, I have to say, of like a wide variety of fitness professionals in town here, um, along with wellness professionals and businesses in town that are jumping on board here. Yes, and it's really nice. Well, the one thing I could say about all the sponsors we have for the challenge is they're all so happy to be a part of it and to be a part of something that's helping make a healthier community. Mm-hmm. And they're a lot less concerned about who they're competing with, who they're, you know, they, they just like- want everybody to be healthy and they're happy to contribute their week to our challenge. It gives them the opportunity to market their business and talk about how they're different from the other seven fitness centers. But it's not a, I'm better than you because I do this. It's a, this is what value we could bring to you. Right. If this is what you need, if we don't have what you, you need, we want you to find the fitness facility in town that does have what you need, that meets your busy schedule. Some people need the 24-7 fitness center, and not all fitness centers in town can offer that. Some people need the fitness classes to have that motivation and that extra person, right? Exactly. So it's been really, really nice to watch them all so happy to work together. And I love it because I go into one to be like, all right, be part of my challenge, and I get business cards for like five other places that I should go talk to. So they're really good about advocating for each other and supporting each other and the information they're providing each week, and it's just been a, a blessing to everyone in the channel to be able to have all these resources willing to work together to help us out. I like it. It's collaboration versus competition. Yes. So it's a, it's, it's, they're all like-minded, which is cool. So, um, we spent last week at the Mankato YMCA. Yes. And so, and then who was our, our wellness? It was Natural Remedy Wellness. Mm-hmm. And she actually does, um, I guess, energy-based um, natural remedies for health. So she has an EDS machine is what it's called. And it's a little thing that you kind of, it, it doesn't hurt. It's a little scanner that they kind of put on the, on the acupuncture pressure points of your hand. Okay. I learned there's 18, oh, which is kind of cool. On your hand? Uh, yeah, just wow. in your hand. And so she uses this machine with this software and it actually reads and tells you where your body's imbalanced in terms of like energies towards, you know, your lymphatic system versus your cardiovascular system versus how your body is regulating your hormones. And it actually can give a list of natural natural ingredient or natural products that she sells and carries that can help deal with some of these issues. And it's not that they fix the issue. It's not taking a medication. It's providing your body with natural remedies that support your body's ability to get better sleep, support your body's ability to digest food, support your body's ability to break down toxins, to detox. So it's, it's, it gives your body the tools it needs that it's missing to be able to function the way that it's supposed to without medications and without some of that, you know. That's pretty cool. Stuff you have to do. Yeah, so she was great. Had all sorts of lovely information and resources and, and you know, just was willing to share all of her knowledge with us. <laughs> yeah, and, and so this week we're changing over um, to a different fitness provider and a different wellness provider. Can yes. you tell us about those? So this week we are supporting small business with our um, Flex Fitness. It's a newer fitness center um, on Riverfront Drive okay. in Mankato, and they are a 24-7 facility. Um, again, small business, locally owned, mm-hmm. and it's just really, really nice to have a a gym that makes you feel good when you exercise, but also feels good on your heart because you're supporting and giving back to the community um, by supporting small local business. So really excited to work with them this week. Um, they want to help and jump in with some of the nutrition talks we're doing this week because we're learning about macro and micronutrients this oh week. Oh my gosh. Okay. And yeah. And so they're willing to jump in and kind of provide some information and resources along the lines of what you need to be doing when you're exercising to 
in terms of how you adjust your nutrients. How much more protein should I be getting? Where should my energy be coming from if I'm adding working out to something I wasn't doing before or changing the type of workout that I'm doing? How do I need to adjust my nutrition to make sure my body is properly fueled? You know, it's really interesting because when you, when you start talking about macronutrients and I know people's brains immediately go to like the big bodybuilders that are uh, grunting it out in the weight room and it's that is not the case. Right. Uh, it certainly can be the case if that's what you want to do. But really, it's about the fact that sometimes we don't get the nutrition that our right. bodies need. And we need to understand that and in a way that we can uh, use the information to advocate for ourselves. Yes. Yep. And the average person needs to have balanced Without anything extra, you need to have balanced protein, balanced carbs, and balanced fats, right? There are diets that, you know, oh, yeah, there's reduce the, the, no the carbs diet. or reduce the fats or adjust or change some of those things. Um, and it really, again, depends on what your physical... There's no one right macronutrient setup for anyone, which is why uh, you can find pretty much any macronutrient calculator anywhere and you... Um, and you put your information in and where you're at in your life, how physically active you are, any other medical conditions, anything you're dealing with. And it kind of gives you at least a, a set of guidelines to go by to how to adjust those those macronutrients. And so we so. look up online macronutrient calculator. Mm -hmm. And it will tell you how much protein, how many carbs, and how much fat you need. All right. Let's talk about uh, wildflower. What is what? Acupuncture. So Acupuncture. it's traditional Chinese medicine. So we are kind of continuing on that energy path sure. from last week. But we're using those acupuncture pressure points for now acupuncture. And it's across the body, not just readings in your hands. Um, and I have tried it and it does not hurt the way that people maybe think it hurts. You think about <laughs> like, oh, needles all over the. Yeah, they're very, very thin. And tell me about wildflower and because there's education that has to go into this. I know you can get some acupuncture some places and it's not always the same. She's got a lot of training. Yes. Yeah, so Ashley with wildflower has actually done schooling, has done the certifications, has done the entire program to be an acupuncturist, which dives really deep into understanding how it works and being able to prescribe the best type of acupuncture for each type of um client or patient and, and, and what medical conditions or what reasons they're coming to her. So like with being pregnant right now and morning sickness and everything I was going through, it was really nice to go to her and sit down and have you her be like pregnancy. Yes. And oh. yeah. Yep. And so, um, it, and that's had the first time I had tried it was I was dealing with morning sickness and nothing else was working. And it was really nice to go in and just have her take a look at where I was at. And she asked lots of questions that you wouldn't think have anything to do with acupuncture. But she really sat down and got a background knowledge of my history, where my body was and was able to adjust what she was doing based on that. And there is acupuncture offered at, you know, chiropractic clinics and other areas. Those maybe are more of a certification class as opposed to maybe an entire degree or entire set of coursework. And it really just depends what you're looking for. Do you need acupuncture as a supplement to what you're doing or do you need acupuncture as a full treatment plan? And what if we know nothing about acupuncture? Right. I mean, that's... I'd stop in. She does consults where she sits down, meets with you, figures out where what you're dealing with and can tell you whether she's got something that works for you. And if she she doesn't, she can always tell you who does. The collaboration part. Yes, exactly. Things. Yeah. Well, that's pretty cool. All right. So Wildflower, where is she located? Uh, she's look on Navajo. Okay. Um, I think it's behind like Mazatlan. Is there a Mazatlan still? Behind yeah. that, that area right in okay. there. Yep. Okay. Not too far from here. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, so we're looking forward to that. And, and and I love the fact that you're incorporating some other types of wellness. It's not just about, yes. you know. There's so much more. We've talked about so takes, many different yeah. topics. 
it's not just about dieting and exercising. People mm-hmm. think that weight loss is all diet and exercise. It is stress management. It is self-care. It is detoxing. It is decluttering. It is managing your intake. And it's just looking at what, if you've tried every type of weight loss program and you're like, nothing works for me, this challenge really introduces you to different aspects of health and wellness that people don't think contribute to loss of sleep, inability to sleep, lack of energy, all of those things. Take care of yourself, right? Yes. Right. Uh, we know that if we're following along online, uh, you're going to be doing this next year for people. I know I've got people out there that are like, I didn't get in on, on the. Yeah, it should be an annual set. challenge. The okay. plan is to continue. <laughs> Crossing our fingers for that. Yeah. So, And we're always looking for new sponsors and new people to showcase what they have. Yeah, so if you're listening and people want to get in touch with you, how do they do that? Uh, you can visit us at uh, www.northmankato.com slash culture dash rec. Yeah, you can a find cult- our culture a- and rec tab on there. Otherwise, we have a Facebook page. All our information about all the different programs and stuff we have to offer the community are available there. Good to have you in. Yes, thanks for having me. Be well until the next time I see you, please. Yes, you as well. It's certainly appreciated. Stick around. We'll be right back. It's KTOE Middays with Lisa Kay.